Welcome to the Unfeigned Faith Bible Study, where we'll be doing a weekly Bible study, typically going through a book of the Bible together, and uh, this will go alongside our regular Unfeigned Faith podcast. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Colossians 2, uh, we talked about, uh, he's, he's again addressing uh, different cults, the Gnostics, the Judaizers, <clears throat> he talked about the law. He talks about those that are uh, the circumcision, the Jews, and the Gentiles that are brought in by a spiritual circumcision by Christ, made without hands, and how how Christ, uh, here's what he did on the cross. Uh, remember when they said he, he came not to abolish the law, he came not to do away with the law, but to fulfill it. Well, he filled it, fulfilled it on the cross. So he took that handwriting of ordinances that was contrary to us, took it out of the way, nailed it to the cross. It's, it's finished. It's done. In other words, the law is complete. It's fulfilled. There's nothing to do to obey, to follow to, to, uh, the law in, these, in this respect. So he's going through all this, and uh, he talks about even the satanic realm. He talks about not letting people judge you because of meat and all, and, and all these different things. Uh, holy days. <clears throat> Why? Because there is no more law as it, as it, as it relates to that. And... Um, don't let anybody beguile you and their false humility, trying to trying to say, well, there's some deeper knowledge. Here's something else that you don't have that we have. So only if you come over with us uh, are you going to have this kind of deeper knowledge and deeper truth. And and uh, and and he says that they're puffed up, they're proud, and uh, uh, with their fleshly mind. And he said, here's what's happened: they've departed from the head, Christ, uh, and the the body. It's separated. Why? Because this doctrine came in. This is exactly what took place in Galatians. This happened to the church there. At Galatia, they were beguiled. They were, um, I'm trying to think of the wording Paul used. He said, um, he said they were bewitched, <laughs> like someone cast a spell on them. What happened though? It caused division in the church <clears throat> because they weren't all looking at the head. They weren't focused on the head and therefore the joints weren't in place. They were out of place. I don't know if you've ever had a dislocation or a joint out of place. It's painful. Everything's off until that gets fixed. And uh, and that's the description here of the body, of Christ's body. It's something's out of socket. Something's out of place. And that needs to get all the attention until it's back in place. So he said, when these things come in, there's the, there's such a disconnect that um, uh, for, for because of the mindset, because of these philosophies, uh, that... Um, uh, that 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 the body is just out of joint. It's 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 off. So he says, not to fall into this, not to listen to them. Verse twenty is where we're going to pick up. And um, and here's what he says: Wherefore, remember, whenever we see a wherefore or a therefore, it's tying in all the previous thought to come to a point. Because of all this, if ye be dead with Christ, he's talking to the church, this group here. If if you guys, if you are dead with Christ. From the rudiments of the world. So if, uh, here, here's the, the idea. I'm in Christ. I'm to be dead to the world. You see, here's the problem. We asked ourselves this question. Uh, a preacher of yesteryear, I believe it was Leonard Ravenhill, he, he, had, he had asked the question. He said, is the world dead to you? Is it dead to you? Or are you still just as fascinated with it as you were before you were saved? You see, um, <clears throat> if I'm dead... I don't have passions. I don't have desires. I don't have these. I'm dead, and they're dead to me. You see, and uh, and and you know, and, and the idea he said, he said you can't be married to a body, right? The bride of Christ, 
You can't be married to a body if you're married to something else. He said, you need to be divorced from the world. He said, is the world dead to you? And, uh, uh, you know, the thing about crucifixion, where, you know, Jesus, he was driven out of town and he was taken to a, to, 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 to a faraway hill, a place of the skull, Golgotha. And there he was crucified. The thing, when a man was carrying a cross through town, they'd parade him through town as an example to everybody else, especially the young people. Hey, don't go this route. This is where it ends. They knew one thing about everyone that walked out. They didn't, know, they didn't need to know the crime. They didn't really need to know what the person did. But they knew one thing when someone was carrying a cross out of town. They weren't coming back. They were going out there to die. You see, we, we come to church and we surrender and we say, I'm done with this stuff. And we get up. Monday comes around. We go back into the world. And we're just as fascinated as it was before. And the world's, the world's not dead to us. He says this. Because of all this, all this concept. He says, if you are dead with Christ from the rudiments of this world, why, as though living in the world, are you subject to ordinances? <laughs> here's, here's what he's saying. Why are you placing yourself back under the law? When the law has been nailed to the cross? It's a good question. As though you're living in the world. Now, now in this world, we, we are subject to ordinances, are we not? There is a traffic speed limit. Uh, there, there are traffic laws. There are, uh, there are certain laws in, to live in a civilized society. There are laws. In fact, even in an uncivilized society, there's a measure of laws. Okay, and, uh, and, and so the idea is, like this world, he said, spiritually, you know, you're living in this world. Why are you falling back into this trap? Why? Because here, here's, the, here's the concept. If you're crucified with Christ, you're dead to all this. You're dead to the law. But if you're religious, something in us needs a system. Something in us needs do's and don'ts, rights and wrongs. We need these things. And we've missed it all. Because Christ is the end of the law. Uh, it's not about these do's and don'ts. It's about him. Our relationship with God. And, uh, and, and, and the more we walk with God, the more we realize, oh, there are things that please Him, things that don't. And so you might look at a good Christian who's not under the law and say, say uh, wow, he does this and doesn't do this and does that. And, 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 but you ask the person, you say, I don't really look at my life that way. It's not these do's and don'ts. I just, I just live to, to please Christ. But he says, you've put yourself under the law, so they're so focused on the law that if I do this, this, and this, I'm right with God. And let me just tell you, friend, doing this, this, and this does not make you right with God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. If that's what you're focusing on, you're not saved. That's a bold statement. Because you're not trusting Christ, you're trusting the law. The law does not save anyone. The law only condemns. All right, and 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 so 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 here's the reality: my sins, the law, it was all nailed to the cross. There's no more ordinance. Why are we subjecting ourselves to an ordinance that is done away with? You see, that's what he's saying. And he gives an example, verse twenty-one. You know, touch not, taste not, handle not. Right? Sounds like religion, doesn't it? Uh, uh, touch not, taste not, handle not, which are all to perish. With the using. Following that system is going to lead to death. For the wages of sin is death. What's sin? Sin is a transgression of the law. So if there's a law and there's a transgression of the law, the wages of sin is death. But if the law has been done away with, where's the transgression? You see? 
This is why it's so important to understand what Christ did on the cross. This is the, you know, when people say, well, you guys, you, you believe in that once saved, always saved. And, you know, people are just going to go out and live however they want. If you really understand what Jesus accomplished on the cross, there's no alternative. When you place your faith in him, uh, that th there is no more law. It's all done away with. There's nothing you can do to get saved. There's nothing you can do to lose it or keep it because there's no more law. The law, there's a new law, actually. It talks about it in Romans. The new law, it's spirit. It's a spiritual law. The flesh law has been done away with. And, uh, and so I'm placed in Christ. And so now it's no longer about do's and don'ts. It's not about um, uh, all, all this system of works. It's about this. Becoming like Jesus. When, when God looks down at me, the Bible says in Romans 8, 29, uh, who, whom he foreknew, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. You say you believe in predestination? I do believe in predestination. It's in the Bible, but it has nothing to do with my salvation. It has to do with every, everything to do with after my salvation. For everyone that gets saved, God is predetermined. Here is your end goal. He is, one way or another, going to make you like the Lord Jesus Christ. And, uh, and I think back to, uh, you know, I think of this. You can do this the easy way, or you can do this the hard way. The easy way, Jesus said, learn of me. Take my yoke upon you. My burden is easy. My, uh, uh, or my, 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 my yoke is easy. My burden is light. The fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. And all these things about walking in his way and knowing God. We can do it the easy way. Humble yourself, therefore, in the sight of God. If you do it yourself, he doesn't have to do it. Or we can do it the hard way. Chastisement, correction, tribulations, trials. And we'll have a little bit of both mixed in there. But for everyone that's been truly born again, born of the Spirit, God has purpose. He's going to make you like Jesus. You see, we get this fleshly mindset well, if there's no law, I can just do whatever I want. Hold on a second. No, no, because there's a goal. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind the law, looking forward to the things which are before Christ, I press toward the mark for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What's the mark? Jesus Christ himself. That's what I'm pressing for. I, the, the old law is gone. It's not this do's and don'ts. Am I right? Am I not right? Christ has made me accepted in the, I'm accepted in Christ. I am positionally placed in him. I am made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Romans uh, 5, uh, verse number 1, it says, uh, um, it just left me, <laughs> Romans, uh, Romans 5. Um, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus Christ, my putting my faith, faith in him, I'm justified and I have peace. You say, what's justified mean? Well, it's a it's a positional thing. It's a uh, it's a it's a legal term. It means uh, it really means this. I'm declared innocent. You see, if you go before a court, before a judge, and uh, and, he, and he says, How do you plea? There are two options, guilty and not guilty, because nobody's innocent. But when I'm put in Christ, I'm declared innocent. It's as though I've always done right. And as though I've never done wrong. Sins of omission, sins of commission. I, I, I'm, I'm declared right. In fact, in the Greek, the root word is the same root word for the word righteous. Uh, it, it means this, to be made right. Oh, what a standing is mine. That's who I am in Christ. 
So he says this, uh, why, are you, why are you living in these organs if you're dead in Christ? You know, things like touch not, taste not, handle not. These things are going to perish with the, to, with the use. Now, it's a parenthetical statement, so let's take that aside to get a full, the full sentence. Yeah, verse 20 again. Wherefore, if you be dead in Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? Verse, uh, last part of 22. After the commandments and doctrines of men. Whoa. He's saying you're falling into this, again, this system of religion. The commandments and doctrines of men. Now, if they're of men, are they of God? No. In fact, the Bible says the word of God came not in old uh, by the will of men, but a holy man of God spake as they're moved by the Holy Ghost. So there's the doctrines according to God. There's the doctrines according to men. There's, there's the traditions of God. There's the traditions of men. Verse 23. Which things have indeed a show of wisdom in all worship and humility and, and neglecting of the body, but in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. So they, they have a show of wisdom. It looks good. A show of humility and neglecting the body. He says, but it's really to satisfy the flesh. You know, it's interesting. If you do not have a good, settled uh, understanding of the doctrine of salvation, here's what everything's based off of. I haven't done a lot lately, so I don't really feel very saved. Or, um, you know, I, I feel like I've been drifting. I, I'm not, maybe I'm not really saved. But if you understand what Christ did, how he, he really abolished the law, he, 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 he did away with it in his fulfillment, completion of it, he is the fulfillment of the law. And when we're placed in Christ, it's not a law. It's no longer about sin. It's about sonship. It's no longer about the do's and don'ts. It's about following passionately after him. He'll, he'll straighten the course. Oh, so I don't need to read my Bible. I don't need to know what God has to say about things. No, absolutely. You need all the more because it's the heart of God. But, but it's, it's amazing how we go back to things. And, and here's, we're really, really good at this. We, uh, we, we look, especially in the Old Testament, we, we look to the Old Testament. We say, well, there are the moral laws and those never change. And then there are the ceremonial laws and those are just for Jews. It's really interesting. You don't find that concept in the Bible. In fact, they kind of go even back and forth. We, we have systematized them in that way. The law is the law is the law is the law. And if you're subject to one aspect of the law, you've got to be subject to the whole thing. James talks about that. If you're guilty of one aspect, you're guilty of the whole thing. So if I'm going to be subject to one part of it, then I also have to be subject to the other part of it. You know, like don't mix and match fabrics. Or make sure you have a fence around the roof of your house. That's a law. That's in Leviticus. or That's there in the Old Testament. It might be in Deuteronomy, but, but it's in the law. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, how about pork? <laughs> how about meats? You know, that's what we're talking about. Eat not, touch not, you know, uh, all these things. And so, so the reality is this, if, if you're going to be under one, you're going to be under the whole thing. Or we accept our position in Christ. It's not a performance. That's the point. That's what I'm trying to get to. It's not a performance. I believe that's what Paul's trying to lay out. These Gnostics, and it's all spiritual, or it's all the Judaizers, it's all, you know, it's systematized. And again, we love rules, because we want to know if it's right or wrong. We want to, we want to, we think that way. And we step, we got to step back and say, what pleases God? What displeases Him? If I'm called to be a servant of His, if I'm no longer my own, I've been bought with a price. You see, on the outside, 
it can look the same. And I want to say this, the one who is who's walking apart from the law, but their focus is on Christ, they have liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But I want to say this, where the doctrine of men is, there is bondage. Where the Spirit of Antichrist is, there is bondage. On the outside, you've got one guy... You got, you got two people, both doing the exact same things. They're in their place every Sunday. They tithe. They do all these things outwardly. One guy is like keeping a checklist, making sure, boy, have I done this, 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 and this? And the other guy is just living in freedom. Oh, God wants me to do that? That's wonderful. I'll do that. If it draws me closer to him, if it makes him happy, that's my highest call. That's my highest goal. This guy's happy. He's living in liberty. This guy's in bondage feeling like he's never done enough because, quite frankly, when you put yourself under the law, you never, you can never do enough. That's the point. Christ took care of the law. The handwriting ordinances that was against us. There's a new law. Romans talked about. It's the law of the Spirit. There's a new law in my members. It's, it's about following Him. It's about walking with God. That's what Christ accomplished. There's no longer the blood of, uh, of, 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 of sheep and goats and all this stuff. No, what, 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 what is the sacrifice now? I present my body, a living sacrifice. I am a priest of God under Christ Jesus, my high priest, who's under the order of Melchizedek, not under the order of Aaron, a higher priest. And I made a believer priest where I can offer up spiritual sacrifices, giving myself a living sacrifices, uh, giving the sacrifice of pray uh, uh, with my mouth, the praise of my lips, and on and on it goes. Surrendering, sacrificing of my substance, of my talents, of my my time, all of these things. And 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 what 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 is that? That's saying, I'm his, not mine. It's not this list of do's and don'ts. Here's how I become his. No, I am his. So again, let's just kind of look at this as we wrap it up. If you're dead in Christ, then you should be dead to the world. If you're dead in Christ, the rudiments of the world, the ways of the world, I'm also dead to the law, the ordinances. You know, touch not, taste not, handle not. It's amazing how many people believe, uh, believe the Bible, believe these, these doctrines of the New Testament, but they're, they're trying to force people back under the law. And uh, the reality is, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. We have been liberated. We are free from the law, not to live for self, but to live for Him. Because the law keeps us down. It keeps us in bondage. Brethren, you've been born unto liberty. Only, use not liberty as an occasion to the flesh, but by love, serve one another. There's liberty we have. I'm free now. Instead of focusing on the flesh, and, and uh, on the one hand, doing what the flesh wants, or on the other hand, uh, trying to keep track of all these laws. Have I done this, this, this? It's still all self-focused. I'm free from all that, so I can focus on others. By love, serve one another. And I want to say this, by love, serve the Lord Christ. And how do we do that? We serve the Lord Christ by serving one another. What an amazing thought. And, and let me just say, I hope this challenges your thinking. Get in the Word and study. And, uh, and I want to say this, get in the Word and prove me wrong. This is what Christ accomplished. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. If there is one law, there's all the laws. He did away. Well, preacher, then why do you do this? And why do you? Because it pleases God. 
Well, do you think it's a sin if you... Uh, see, there it is again. It's a sin if there's a law. Oh, the, the, <laughs> I'm out of time. This is going to start getting into some heavy stuff. Um, are you saying you don't sin anymore? Not in God's economy. Romans, uh, Romans 4. He puts into my account, imputes into my account, righteousness without works. And on the flip side does not impute sin. The reality is, I don't sin. You, you think you're perfect? You don't, you, do, you, do anything, you, you don't do things wrong? I'm, not, I'm far from perfect. Uh, I'm not like the Lord Jesus Christ, but that's the new thing. That's what I'm going after. It's not this, 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 all these things. I'm saying, does this please Christ? Does this look like the Lord Jesus Christ? Because if there was sin imputed to me, I'd have to get saved again. If there was sin imputed to me, listen, how, how many sins are allowed to enter into God's presence? If I died and there were sins in me, I'd be lost. I have to go to hell. But the Bible makes it clear. In Hebrews, it talks about this. Uh, uh, Christ is not going to be crucified again. There would have to be another sacrifice. See, he, he did away with it all. No more sin imputed to my account. So quit walking under the ordinances. There's a new law. Follow Christ. It's a law of the Spirit. Be subject to the Spirit and live. That's the point. If you're subject to the law, death. Wages sin is death. Be subject to the Spirit, the Father of lights, and live. That's the point. That's what Christ accomplished. What an awesome truth. And I'm so thankful this portion of Colossians kind of lines up with uh, the celebration of the resurrection because it kind of it's all coming together and making some sense here. But uh, he accomplished so much more than I think we really understand when he died was buried and rose again. I sure appreciate you all. As always, if you need anything, please reach out. 